0: What you chewing on there, D?
1: Some, old, what are these, Ty? Some, peanut butter pretzels. Uh, peanut butter pretzels, brother. You don't uh, even see, you won't partake. Hard on the
0: outside, soft you, and chewy yeah. on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man.
1: Are these pretty good? though? most. They're one of the most addictive things you could eat. But you won't partake. True. You won't partake in these because what, what is the reason? What is I don't the reason? slum with you peasants. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't think about you when I went downstairs and grabbed him. I was like, you know what? a boy, Ty. That's my dude. Ty Bo. will Always, Bo. always
2: thinking of others. How now. much do you yeah, hate that,
0: that name, Tyler? Ty, Ty, Ty. How much do you hate when people call you Ty?
2: Ty? It doesn't bother me. Just not many people do.
0: So you're just freaking, every time I say it, you're like, I really want to punch him in the face right now. Well, that's just whenever I see your face, you just have that face yeah. that like you you just, you I just want to punch. You <laughs> do have uh, that. That's good. That's good. So, part three of our series, "Life in the Inner City."
1: Part three. How so
0: the first. So again, we talked about we we did the first episode, and we kind of did a general overview, not mm-hmm. having a plan because we never plan. <laughs> but it was such a. Good perspective and interesting conversation that we felt like, now we need to to dig a little deeper into different segments. So last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, was uh, your relationship with the police growing up. Yeah. This week I want to focus in on the education system in the inner city. Because you say it all the time, like the the opportunities just aren't the same. Yeah, it's not. In the inner city versus most other areas. It's not a level playing field. It's not a level – that's what you say. It's not a level playing field. So we always talk about – our three pillars here, resilience, perspective, and encouragement. Mm-hmm. And so I think this one hits obviously on the main pillar of perspective and even resilience too a little bit, I guess. But we just want to learn from your perspective, you growing up, what your relationship with education was. How did you view school? Mm-hmm. What were teachers like? Right. What was the system like? How mm-hmm. many you know resources, things like that? What was it like growing up? and what were you taught about education going you on
1: you know i i didn't know what I, I didn't know the other side to education i'll, I'll put it that way I, I i just thought when i was a kid hey when you know when i went to school this is how it's supposed to be all the way through i i didn't think that there was another side to education or how teachers are are encouraging you or how the staff with, within is you know a positive staff or, or a staff or how the resources, how you can use you know, certain resources to, to really educate yourself outside of school um, and the different levels. So when I was in in school, I just all I knew was that, you know, <laughs> being in being in class and here is the curriculum and this is what you do and then you move on. So there was nothing. Lo- there was no. Uh, you know, before school, there wasn't a program. There was no after-school program. There was nothing at lunchtime that you did. You just went from one subject, You stayed in the same class. I, I can talk specifically in elementary all the way through junior high, and I didn't change. I don't know how it is how it was with you guys, but we didn't change classes when we were, you know, all the way up until I didn't change classes until I got into high school. I'm not sure if that's the norm. Even in junior high, we didn't change junior, classes. Yeah, junior high, we yeah did. we changed. Sorry, the middle, yeah, middle so. In middle school, we didn't change classes. It was, you know, you stayed in there and there was one homeroom teacher and that homeroom teacher, you, you were relying on that homeroom teacher to teach you every subject, every... All the way through like, eighth grade? All the way through eighth grade. And then I, it wasn't until I got into high school, it was the first time, and wow, I can't remember being so excited to say, damn, we get to change classes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like the hot remember, thing going Remember on. passing period? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, when, hey, For for the six minutes that we got, we're gonna all hang out, hang yeah, yo, yo, hang out in the quad, hang out for for you know in between classes. But I, Dude, I just the quad is such an old person phrase. That nah, is totally old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who are you talking we used to? To hang out in the quad? Who, what who is are you the quad? Who
0: are you talking to? I'm talking to an eighty year old? I Thank guess Thank you evidently, yeah.
1: So you're talking to a grown ass oh. man. Did you skip mu- on hey, down use, to the hey. general <laughs> store and get you
0: a <laughs> well, pop? You, you need to start using soda. Were, were movies like eight cents when you were a kid? You, see what saying.
1: you need to start using your quiet voice. Hey, uh, yeah. yeah. Start using your silent <laughs> voice. Your a silent voice. Hey, <laughs> better, better start using your inside voice <laughs> Put, put, put you outside. <laughs> <laughs> Only you're going to remember that shit. I can't remember it. Your inside voice. CTE. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I didn't, man. I didn't have... Uh, there wasn't a whole lot to, to going to school. You just knew it was a part of life. You know, it was just, this is what you did. This is what mm-hmm. your brothers and sisters did. And I didn't think so much about the educational side. Like, you know, what were, you know, what, what we were learning is just, whatever was put in front of you, you did. Yeah. So I can tell you this. I don't remember having a lot of homework at a, as a, at a young age at all. Like, all, it wasn't all, a sign, or you just didn't do, do it? it. <laughs> just, I don't remember ever having homework. I, if it, I, I Honestly, guys, I'm going to tell you this. I went to school specifically when I was a grade, in, in grade school, and all I can remember, the memories were the basketball court.
2: Oh, all I remember. No net. Was, yeah, soccer field, tetherball. That's it. Like, know, that's
1: all I cared about. I, I could can't couldn't see anything, but before school, we played basketball. Lunchtime, play basketball. After school, we play basketball. We ran, play basketball. You think right? all that basketball, you'd be pretty good at. basketball. I, I know, man. Well, I am, but anyway. Uh, but that's all I can remember. I didn't like the education part of it. I just didn't don't have much there in at the grade school, junior high. It wasn't until high school that. You start to get a better understanding. And it's because you mature and you start to understand a little bit more about what's going on. And I can remember in high school, it was never, you know, even though I sucked in school, school was not important to me. Mm -hmm. It really wasn't. You know, my identity identity at the time was wrapped up in sports. Mm Um and you know, for for school, it was like I I needed to do this, I need to go to class because or else yeah. I couldn't go on the field. Or I, you don't I'm pass, not you eligible play. to play, right? Yeah, right and yeah. I'm just barely eligible to play. Right. And it's not just me, man. I you know, my one of my closest friends growing up was Felipe Sparks, who who also went to you know, our we didn't have the grades to make it to college, right? So they went to Arizona State. So <laughs> 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 anywho. So that was good. We <laughs> but our focus that wasn't good. That was, that was not good. That was Philippe, you I hear that? It's much you hear as it that? pains me to say anyway, that was a great one. Anyway. So anyway. <laughs> you know, so we didn't have that was that was never our focus. Our our focus was sports would get us to where we wanted to get mm-hmm. to. Education was not and it wasn't like I was around people that within my school or I was surrounded by people who felt like their education was going to get them to the next level. It was all about you go through the processes, go to grade school, go to junior high, go to high school, get a job.
0: Yeah. And, and that's what I want to get to because I think that, I don't know for Tyler, but that, that was my, I didn't see school as like this awesome, like I was there to play sports. That's what yeah. I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. The difference is the environment I grew up in, education was, I had to get A's and B's. Mm. C's weren't acceptable. Right. Uh, educate, you go to college. That's just what you do. So yeah. I'm curious for you and the environment, you grew, how was school viewed just in the community? Did yeah. people think it was important? Did it, was it just a means to an end? It was a like, means to an end. Yeah. That's
1: exactly so what, what it was. It. it wasn't, like, college was not, I, I didn't have, I was the first one to go to college Growing up, like my brother, one of my brothers went to the military. My other one graduated from, from high school, and that was a big feat. He graduated from high school, and then he you know got a job. My sister graduated from high school, and then she went and got a job. So people I knew, I didn't know anyone that went to a major college at the time. Mm-hmm. My mother didn't have a college background or, or uh, an education uh, past high school. So, you know, I was no different. The only thing that saved me in through the process was – Sports. Right. That was my introduction into college. We never talked about it a lot in in within our household. My mom was a worker. She worked two jobs. That wasn't a part of our mindset. Nor did the teachers in high school or the counselors give you a plan to say here's a plan mm, that's my that's my difference. question
2: is 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 we're talking about the inner city and we're talking about maybe the difference between inner city education versus suburban education you know versus these different different areas is from a staff perspective do you remember and you may not because I was the same way right i i went to a suburban mm-hmm. schools in in affluent areas and I, I didn't think of school any other way than, Hey, that I've just got to do this to right. get to college to play ball. Like right. that's mm-hmm. all I cared about. Mm-hmm. But I also do remember teachers that really did care about influencing the kids and giving them tools to be successful and the importance on this. And I mean, like, you know, an economics class doing, all right, uh, you know, uh, sample, uh, stock market investments. And we're going to go through that. And I'm going to show you how to invest and how to do this. And like the different (laughs) things, right. That were like different. I'm a, I'm, I'm assuming the question I have is, but do you remember any teachers, counselors that you were like, they really care really? And they want, and they want us
1: no, to be successful. I, I I remember teachers that really did care at, at my school at Maryville yeah. High. I, actually, my my in my junior high in eighth grade, I had a teacher named Mrs. Osa Jack, who was a friend of my mother's, mm-hmm. and she cared. She she really cared about you know who I was as a person, but education like. Furthering my education was never a conversation. It yeah. was more on a personal hey, are you okay today? Yeah. Everything good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got any problems we gotta deal with? Uh no, ma'am. Okay, then you're good. Wasn't like, you know, and, and I had even through high school, I had teachers that liked me, but we didn't talk. Yeah. You know, furthering my education or what this future look like, or mm-hmm. uh, you know, holding my hand through the process of, hey, if you take these courses. These are courses that you, you know, that can help you get into college or your grade point average needs to be such. I mean, we I, I, that wasn't even part of the discussion. So yeah. nobody
0: was getting that kind of information. N- I,
1: you know what? I, and I can't you know speak that, that I knew of running in right. my circles. Right. We weren't getting that in, it, yeah. information, nor do I know of anyone outside of myself that when we graduated, I looked at someone and said, you're going to college somewhere. I Really? You're going to the junior college, maybe. Yeah. But most of us, I would say, a large percentage of the, my 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 graduating class went on and got jobs.
0: And well, I, yeah. What percentage would you say if your graduating oh, class
1: went to school nineties? Oh, went to went to college. Went to college. <laughs> I was guessing. And are we calling like maybe a JUCO for a year? Doesn't matter, right? JUCO. University, they went on to higher. Ed- let's call uh, it higher, higher education. education. Yeah. Whether it's a yeah school after associate's high school. degree or right. a bachelor's degree. And I couldn't honestly, I couldn't even tell you. 10%? Less, no. No. I, I, there's not one friend. Not, not one of my friends. Not even 10%. On. No. Not a friend. Outside of Felipe and I going on. No. See Man, and, that's and it? And
2: that's and that to me, that's what's that's what's I have a really hard time with because why why are the the children of our inner cities, of our in around our country? Why is why are they not encouraged even at a young age? And look, I get it, it's really hard from for, for a, a third grader to understand that like, hey, if you work really hard in school for another 10 years, like you can go to college, right? right. Like I get that. Like it's but even at junior high and high school, if if you feel like, hey, you are maybe without mm-hmm. something, right? Or you're in a situation. Uh, with your family or your your house or something that you don't want to be in here here is a an avenue if yes you work hard but giving them hope that okay I can change my circumstances you just
1: said it the hope hope there is no hope that's that's i mean there mm-hmm. is hope but there's not enough right hope there's not enough resources there's not enough encouragement there's not i mean The drug dealer was a dude who had the money in in the neighborhood. Did he go to school? Did he go to college? Hell no, he had money, right? He was slinging whatever it was, and that's how he made his money. That was his success. There wasn't the mentors who came back in, nor did we have, and things may have, you know, depending on your circumstances, but speaking from self, I didn't have anyone with the background that had a college background Mm -hmm. that that I was close to, that spoke that into me. That said, hey, this is, you're going to do this, this, and this. That wasn't a part. And it's the same thing in a lot of inner cities now, specifically when you have, you know, single parents who once they've graduated, they're getting jobs. So they're raising kids now that they don't know what the college experience looks like. All they know is the, the, the school they have to go to on this day, there's no dreams, there's no hope. There's no no one coming back as far as mentors to guide them. There's no resources. So wow. when I sit there and I say that it's not a level playing field, it absolutely. <laughs> isn't. Let's let's talk let's talk
2: hard hard facts. What funds What funds uh, schools?
1: Taxpayers dollars. Taxpayers
2: monies. Yep. Specifically, what property tax? Right. So if you're in an area that property taxes. Are not, or even just even a city, right? Mm -hmm. And especially when you get to, you know, Oak Cliffs, and I'm speaking in Dallas, um, you know, that are are areas that the property taxes are not high. There is limited funding. So Mm -hmm. we're talking about resources now. And you say it's not a level playing field. You're telling me that Highland Park is the same as South Dallas or Oak Cliff schools? Mm. I mean, there's no, there's no comparison. No. So it, it's not a level playing field. And, and you go Phoenix, you go New York, Bronx, Queens, St. Louis. It doesn't, St. Matter. Louis. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you go. I mean, you, you go to Fresno. I mean, you go from Fresno to Clovis, which is a, a five-mile straight-line drive, 10 minutes max. I mean, there's even – I mean, from my elementary school, you go two miles – not even two miles away. And, I mean, drive-bys daily. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's just totally different. But – like the resources are not the same, so you may have teachers that care, right? That want to make an impact, but they don't have any of the resources. They mm-hmm. don't have the, and we're talking like present day, not when like you'd have to work off of like stone tablets, not actual like <laughs> tablet tablets. Is <laughs> yes, so we, yes. we go again.
1: Here we go. so topic, but Let's but now like
2: you don't anything anything to take yeah, a shot. I know, sheet. shot. Oh, always
1: here it is. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: You said it doesn't affect you. You don't care what anybody says. It doesn't. What are you going Just go ahead and talk about it. (laughs) You're a freaking (laughs) robot over there. Say
1: another word. (laughs) Say it with your is, is,
2: Is Now they don't have the resources to equip some of these kids in inner cities that already don't have the hope, that don't have that they're looking across town and these kids have all these resources and now we don't because our school can't afford them just from a pure funding standpoint. They don't have them. So to say that there's a level playing field, I agree with you. Like it's not. And, and it's hard then also to, to recruit in teachers. Yep. That, that can afford Absolutely. to work those jobs, And not Te- only afford them. to, but
1: be teachers are human just like us, right? I mean, do you do you want to work in a building that's dilapidated right. that you have to work worry about being, uh, worrying about the security of safety, yourself and right? the safety of yourself and your car and everything else you're driving into? Some, I mean, this look that that's a reality, yeah, that's a true reality. So you can't blame certain teachers to say, look, if I got an opportunity to work at such and such private school, where funding is there, opportunity, there's, there's safety. What, I mean, what's the first thing they're yeah. going to do? I mean, it's just the, the well, opportunity. And, that,
0: and that's what I was going to say is it, that's what's amazing about the teacher that you mentioned, knowing all of that, that she doesn't have the resource, she's not getting paid well, because mm-hmm. teaching is – my wife is a teacher. It is the most thankless, yeah. difficult uh, job there is. And when you're getting paid well, it's still difficult. Yeah, I can't imagine doing it for a fraction of the cost – as somebody else in the state. Mm -hmm. And so you mentioned that's what's so special about that teacher you mentioned is that she had all that going on, but she still had the heart to invest in you. Yeah, And, you know, the other thing you talk about, so Tyler did a good job of of laying out factual evidence. The other thing, so that's when you get to school, Mm -hmm. the resources, things like that. But you said something earlier. Your mom, the question to you wasn't, hey, what are your grades? Mm -hmm. Are you getting A's, whatever? Her question was, are you good? Yeah, and what I read into that is, are you survive, Like, are are you good? What? Are are you okay? Like, are you surviving? Mm-hmm. So when all your energy and all your resources and all your mentality our is our to survive, survive yeah. day after day after day, you don't have mental capacity mm-hmm. to thrive to thrive in school, right? right. Unless there's an outside or, or unless you've been shown that. So you talked about hope earlier. Mm-hmm. If your mother has never been to college, how can she possibly portray the importance of college to her kid? Absolutely. Right?
1: Absolutely. Because
0: she doesn't have that. She never had that hope. She never had that perspective. Right. And so if you just have generations of that over and over that have never gotten out and have never seen anything different, how do you expect them to teach anything different? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you talk about the cycle, breaking the cycle all the time for you to get out of that. And now think about where your kids are as compared. mm -hmm. They went to private school. Right. I'm sure the graduation rate and going to college was 100% as opposed to less than 10%.
1: Right. Because – they can see it. Right. There's hope. There's a mindset. There's something on the horizon. It's a totally different mindset from going and and it's a shame because one every time I think and every time I'm in the inner city to do to do whatever we you know servicing C five or whatnot the, the charity groups that I've been involved with is that you see that the the schools don't have the resources one, but it's also professionals coming back into the public mm-hmm. schools, like true professionals. If, you, if we understand that the moms and dads aren't there, or don't have the dream or have the hope of their kids to get there. The professionals need to come back. We should all come back. Even that doesn't matter. White, black, green, doesn't matter who you are, but pour back into these kids and give them, and be involved in those programs that can just shed light on, you know, what life looks like past high school, mm-hmm. or have it, you know, formulating, you know, my biggest thing with my kids, as far as, you know, my, my kids came up in, in private school, so there was always a plan, they had a game plan going in, and it wasn't so much that I provided, I just the expectation was: This is what you're going to do. You're going to go to college, right? Yeah. That's that's yeah. been my expectation for my well, kids. Well, the school system had that structure as but well. The, but the school right. system, more importantly, I mean, that their expectation is: This is what you're going yeah. to do. Right. So there, there's a planning situation where they're going to plan everything out from every grade, from seventh grade all the way on. You're on this. You're You're following this game plan in order to graduate and then move on to colleges, and that is. To me, that was the biggest thing because you, they actually got to witness it. And then they went to go visit schools. And then they. there's a reason why I'm with C5. We take kids out of the inner city, take them to a school, mm-hmm. LSU, Texas A&M, and we show them what a university actually right. looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They stay in the dorms. That is the experience that 95% of these kids in the inner city don't get. Yeah. And that
0: organization, that's why that's so amazing because think about the percent. And I know y'all, are young. Yeah. So you don't have a lot of data behind it yet, but think about the percentage of those kids that are going to go on and graduate Absolutely. and go to school.
2: Yeah. I want to hit back uh, on, on one thing you just said, though. Is <clears throat> yeah, I think if we get anything out of this episode, anybody that's listening, um, and again, doesn't matter, white, black, brown, doesn't matter, is. Take the time and go speak to some of these kids Mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter if you're an accountant. It doesn't matter if you do something cool like design skydiving parks. I mean, it doesn't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you go in and take the time, it provides as small as it may be a glimpse of hope. Someone cares. Someone's coming in to say, and look, here's a path that they took. Mm -hmm. And here's the opportunities out there that I don't see out of this neighborhood. You talk a lot about, hey, like we stayed in our neighborhood. We were good. Like that was ours. That was our area. We knew what was going on. We knew everybody. And if someone from the outside came, we knew. Right. Mm -hmm. But like see that beyond this neighborhood, beyond in between here and school, like there are opportunities out there and there's people out there that care enough to support. Right. And there's, there is scholarships. There is, it's not that like, man, we can't afford it. This is what I'm supposed to do. Like, this is what my parents did. This is what my grandparents did. Like, this is what I have to do. Like, you don't have to, but for them just to figure that out on themselves, we talked before the show, you know, we we're talking some faith stuff. Like that's like living in the Amazon and having no idea of anything about Christianity. And you're like, well, just figure it out. Like, just pray. Like. Right. Uh, if you don't know, if, if you have not been exposed and you to you don't have any, any experiences, yeah. then how are you expected to just create? Right. And, yeah. And, and not only
0: not having people speak that hope, but I got to think there was probably a lot of negativity, too. Mm-hmm. So not only were they not speaking hope, they were actually speaking the opposite. Was that was that a thing where people? Say, hey, what are you going to school for? Just come 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 at the streets no, with me, and make you know your money this way. You
1: know it's crazy that you say that. It was always yeah, even my buddies that were in gangs and and were on the streets and and didn't go to school. I always got hey man, you better get your paper. I always got that. Mm-hmm. I never got the negative side. So you
2: were the anomaly.
1: Yeah, I was the anomaly. I was the athlete, so they yeah. always said, oh, okay, yeah. you you stay away from the drugs and all that. But here yeah. here's one of the things I do want to speak on before we get going, is. I hear the story I hear people say it all the time. Well, you know, we, we live in a society where if you just apply yourself and you know we we're all on the same same level and you know we all have the opportunity to go on to college and, and whatnot. I get part of that. We do. We all have the opportunity to get there. But for us to all say that we're all on the same level, that if I went to high if I'm at a Highland Park school, that if I'm in West Dallas, which is the inner city and the school programs are, or don't have the resources that is not a level playing field. And, and I keep on hearing, you know, those words that anybody can do. I mean, they're so-and-so did it. Yeah. That's one out of 50,000 people, you know, kids. I mean, it's not, it's just so hard for, 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 for me to, to hear people come with that story. Well, anyone can get out of the inner city if they just do Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, man. But do you understand that the system is not the same right. in those inner city schools? The resources are not the same. We're not pouring into these kids. There's no that's the, the positive uh, teachers aren't aren't there encouraging yeah. that, you know, there there's just so much give and take there and in, in 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 that conversation, man. It just, you know, as much as I do. And as much as I try to give back into into the inner city and and, into specifically into education, man, that's one argument that I I just I'm ready for that argument anytime, Mm -hmm. brother. Because all I got to do is hold your hand and take you down to a West Dallas school and say, okay, let's let's first of all let's go to this school here in Highland Park, and then let let me walk you down over there and let's see if it's a if it's a level. Well, yeah, that's
0: that's something we've encouraged every episode on this series so far is. If you've never experienced this before, go find an organization where you can and you can go see it firsthand. Yeah, it, see it, it. It'll hit a lot different when you can see it firsthand as opposed to on the news or uh, you know in the media or whatever like that. Right. You need to go see this firsthand if you truly think that everybody's on the mm-hmm. on a level playing field. Now, you talked a little bit about mentors coming back. The the tricky thing about that is most of the time your work if you have a if you're from a a, a worse situation. Most of the time, you you're training your whole life to get out of that. Right. exactly. And to leave, and mm-hmm. you don't want to come back. Right. So the hard part about that is is the best probably the best way to do it is for you, Darren, to go mm-hmm. live in the inner
1: city again. In
0: yeah. mm-hmm. the situation yeah. that, that's probably the best. That, that'd probably be the Absolutely. most lovely. And I'm sure
1: people that listen are probably going to say, "Well, why don't you go live?" Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's not very practical. That's
0: right. You know. So the next best thing, though, is, to your point, is people who have been successful that maybe came from that environment going back yeah. and teaching and, not, but it and showing how good But here, Here's is. my deal,
1: man. You know, we live in a, the, the most beautiful country in the world. We live in, in a country that, that has resources. And it doesn't have to be that I came from the inner city, so now I need to go back. Yeah, that's one I should. But there's so many other people that haven't been, have never experienced the inner city, that still have so much wisdom that they can provide. Just true wisdom. If they're just willing, like you have to be willing. I mean, one of the greatest things we always talk about. I mean, Bill Parcells just say, "Hey, look, you know, the the greatest ability is availability. Just be available to go back and pour some." I mean, let's get out of our bubble. We keep saying this. We're in a bubble. Uh, I'm living in a bubble right now, but I have to take myself outside of this bubble and go back to do so. But it can be anyone, man. And there are, and I, I don't want to bash teachers. There's so many good teachers who are out there that i have heard so many great stories who, yeah, they worked in a great area and were student, or teachers in, 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 a, in a particular school that was, you know, doing extremely well, had all these resources, but they also went back and said, you know what, I'm going to go back just through their, just having that altruistic mentality and just wanted to go back into the inner city and serve because there's so many good teachers that are in the inner city mm. that have just gone back just to give, yep. just to give. So, that, I mean, I don't want to be bashing teachers at all. I think that there's so many great ones out there, but let's find ways to give resources to those teachers so that they could help those students, whether it be food. Food is a good thing for kids early in the morning. A lot of these kids in the inner city don't eat. So imagine going to school, you haven't eaten, yep. you have no fuel to burn, and, and now you're so supposed to learn. And now you have the safety and security issues around it. And you're, you're walking through gang-infested, drug-infested areas. It's all about survival to get there. And Then by the time you're outside of school, are you really worried about your homework? Heck no. you know, what's trying homework? to survive. I'm, trying to, yeah, I'm in survival mode. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need. To, yeah. <laughs> that's where we, there has to be a gap in between. We got to figure out and, that gap.
0: And that's such a sad part is the answer is right there. But it's so hard to get to that answer. Mm-hmm. The answer is education and and, and studying and, yeah. and learning and going to school and, and, you know, because the stats are real, right? The college educated people make more than absolutely high school educated, mm-hmm. right? So the answer is right there. It's just, it's like, it's like one of those, you can see it, you can taste it, but you can't touch it. Right. Right. So the answer is there, but the problem is there's so many different distractions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how do we, as people who now do have, how do we help? in the inner city because it, you're never going to get a hundred percent. That's just right. not possible. Right. That's you. That's a utopia. That's just never going to happen, mm-hmm. but maybe you don't need a hundred percent. Maybe you need, I mean, 10% would be a, <laughs> uh, a step yeah. up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So who can you affect as an individual that collectively that works together and starts to turn things Man, around? There,
1: there's so many programs. I'll give you one right now. So who, whoever's listening right now, my program is, is, uh, C5 Texas, and we are a local group here uh, in, in Dallas. And what we do is we. Is prove C5 it. anywhere else, or just in Dallas? No, it's it, well, it's all, actually it's countrywide. But I'm totally. with C5 Texas, is what in Austin? There's well, I'm just saying, Atlanta. yeah, if you're, if you're hearing this in Los yeah. Angeles, yeah, if you're hearing a... this in Los Angeles, go to C5 Texas okay. or C5 Los Angeles or C5 Atlanta or wherever you're where you're located, and you can get involved, whether it be financially, whether it be. Uh, sweat equity you can get involved in helping to mentor these young men and women there there are a lot of programs and it's not just c5 there's a ton of programs out there that are would have open arms for professionals to come back and pour into these kids because here's the deal Ben if I would have had someone a professional come back into the inner city and I'm not speaking just for self I'm not going to speak just for self but there's so many of us that where I grew up and grew in in how we came up. If there was a, a, a program that was there that were professionals, doctors, lawyers, teachers, whatever, came in on a on a Thursday or Friday, an after school program, or even on a Saturday. And like we do at C5. We open up the doors on a C, uh, on, on a Saturday and we bring have these leader leadership councils where we're bringing in a professional to talk to these kids. So it's and for most of them, it's their first time hearing. These job opportunities mm-hmm. that are actually yeah. out there. Yeah, it's 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 enlightening to see these kids light up to think. Okay, there's more than just, you know, what I'm seeing in front of me. It, there's there's actually professions that I'm I may be interested in, and that's you know just to spark them, just yeah. a little spark. Right. And, and you know it just takes again being available taking the time and it doesn't matter who you are. You can make a difference.
0: Yeah. A dumb example of of what this is like is like if you're in the weight room or if you're working out Mm -hmm. and somebody tells you, all right, do a set. Just there's no number, just do a set. And you don't really know what you're trying to do. Right. Right. You're just working out versus somebody told you, Hey, here's what you do. Here's how you do it. Yep. Much easier to accomplish that. Right. This is the same thing. Meaning if you've never seen it before, it's very hard to accomplish it. Mm -hmm. But once that first person does and they come back and then they plant the seed in somebody else and that person comes back and they, and it just has a compounding effect. If more people, like you said, you don't have to be from the inner city to do this, but I got to think it, you know, if, if I'm a kid, it's probably more impactful if I see it from somebody that I know came from the same Mm -hmm. environment that I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Because now there's hope for me. Right. Now I know it's possible. Yeah. I'm not just being told from some outside source. I'm actually seeing it firsthand hey this that, that I knew that guy growing up right, and right. look look what he's doing now because of education, yeah maybe I should start taking this serious exactly
1: I mean that's just firsthand I mean you you see people that that look you know look people look like you mm mm-hmm. uh, they came from the same area mm-hmm. you came from and 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 they did you know whatever it was they 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 became successful in whatever they wanted to do, but again, you know that that's one thing, but I still think there's still that opportunity for anyone i mean just to be just to enlighten. A, a young man or a young girl to to understand that you know there's the the nursing industry is is hiring and there's a possibility that uh it's just an introduction mm-hmm. just the introduction of this hey, if you do this and this and this and you take these steps and you graduate from high school and you go on to college and you take these classes, you could become a nurse as well mm-hmm. that is just you know it's overwhelming when you actually see in you're in situations where you see the, the light bulb go on for these kids. And I've been in these situations where I've watched the light bulbs come on mm-hmm. and it wasn't be that these kids want that it was because of me. Cause I'm a, I'm a, a former football player, but I've watched nurses come in. I've watched former teachers come in and I've watched people, these little kids eyes light up and say, you know what I can, yeah I can do this. Right, And then it's up to us with my program, with our program to, to guide these kids and mentor these kids through that process. Yeah. Two two questions as we wrap this up for encouragement.
0: What do you say if you just happen to be listening to this and you're a teacher in the inner city? What words of encouragement do you have for teachers in the inner city?
1: Just keep you know what. I know at times are tough, can be tough. I know the resources aren't aren't there. I know there's a lot of frustration in in watching. You know there's so many so many teachers right now are are helping kids, just feeding those kids, like giving them snacks throughout the day, so that you know they're. because they're hungry, uh, talking them, talking, making sure that they're, that they're actually showing up for school, uh, trying to under better understand the dynamics of their house of where they're coming from, you know, maybe a single, single parent, maybe it's a grandmother raising them, getting to know these kids. And I know we're putting a lot of onus on, on a lot of these teachers because not only are they teaching, but they're, they're, they're mentoring, they're counseling. There's, there's a lot that that Mm -hmm. goes into making that decision to get into the inner city because you have to do have to do ten times more it's, than what you're normally probably tasked to do yeah. so that's one thing I mean you there has to be this altruistic thought process into you that is it's not about teaching it's about do you, do you actually love people one and do you want to uplift uh, some of these young kids and and make them better uh, and, and make them you know think differently mm-hmm. than what's been uh you know pro what they've been programmed to do in the past when
0: this is a side question but when you were growing up what percentage of the teachers would you guess were from the inner city meaning that may have never really i guess you do have to go to higher education to become a teacher mm-hmm. so I guess they did experience that but was there a high percentage of the teachers that you grew no. up that were from the same neighborhood uh, or are they coming in from outside places? I think most
1: of them were coming in from outside places. I know I've seen those dynamics change over the years. Mm. I've seen more inner city uh, people that grew up in the inner city coming back to teach in the inner city. I've seen more of that dynamic, but when I was a kid it was a totally different situation. Um but I, I'm seeing that. And, and, and you know, there's a positive, the positiveness in there is that you're, you're actually seeing some of those that grew up in those inner cities come back and yeah. want to pour. in. so that's, that's the positive, but at the same time, look, they're, they're coming back and they're trying to trying to make a difference, but they still don't have the resources to make a real dent in mm-hmm. what they're doing.
0: Right. So what do you tell if, if there's a, a, a kid growing up right now that was in your shoes that just how happens to fall upon this, this episode, what do you tell that kid? <laughs>
1: You know, look, uh, you know, you're always looking for, for your, your, your parents or someone to guide you in, in, into, uh, a better way. Um, there are, even as a kid right now, there's so many resources that are out there. Google is a big resource right now for a lot of information. There's, you know, be demanding of what you want and what you want to accomplish and if it's, if you want to further your education, you have to start with self, man. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm big on self-motivating, you know, just, you have to drive, drive yourself because again, a lot of these kids been, I'm sitting here. I'm just being real. They don't have the, 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 that dynamic of seeing someone come back in and they can say, okay, I can use this and do this. You're going to have to go outside of yourself and outside of your box and, and research what you want to get done in the steps and lay out your game plan and if you can if you can go to reach out to some people that are that can provide those resources or an after school program do so do so so whatever you have that's close to you utilize those resources if it's a teacher if it's an after school program just do whatever it takes to 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 make that connection man because it's I firmly believe, and that's the reason why I do what I do in any other in, in city. Education is something that drives me mm-hmm. because I know how much it can provide for you in the end. It can provide so much for you if you just, you know, follow the plan of going through high school, make it, make it the dream of going to college, make it the dream from graduating from college and maybe going to get your master's or whatnot, but... You know, it's right there in front of you. you. Just have to to dream big in that situation. Yeah,
0: and I think for anybody who's who's not in that situation, listen to this. Again, our our encouragement is to go get involved. Yeah, that's the best thing you can do. Not just throw your your money at it, which is great. Money's great, mm-hmm. but money doesn't solve everything. Yeah. Time, attention, investment. Yeah, that's what solves this. All right. So we appreciate you guys listening. Um, hopefully, you've enjoyed. Again, our our three pillars that we that we talk about constantly on here perspective resilience and encouragement and I think this is a good discussion to have for that perspective pillar because not everybody grew up the way you two did and uh, I think it's important to highlight the different situations different different ways that people grow up so that we can we can be helpful and we can encourage so we appreciate you guys Um, please share these episodes Uh, I know that's I know we ask that a lot but just text somebody doesn't have to be some big grand thing but If this episode or any episode that we've done has helped you out, just text somebody. So we appreciate you guys. We'll see you next week.